Thank you so much for checking out the audio version of my channel, Ruslan KD, can you stream out loud on all platforms? If you, yes, you find this valuable, the best way you can reach me, the best way you can give me feedback, the best way you can even hop into a group Zoom call with me is through our King's Dream Patreon community. So consider partnering with us there. The link is in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Now enjoy. Bruce Discernment. Yes, discernment has been weaponized. What is discernment versus personal conviction in light? In light of all the controversy of Christians such as myself, followers of Jesus such as myself, that are enjoying this moment with Kanye West. There's guys like us, maybe you're in this bunch, maybe you're not, that are like, yo, I think this is a good thing. I don't know if I would have done all those same features, but I'm enjoying this album. I'm enjoying the process. Ah, Marilyn Manson, I don't know. I told you guys straight up, wasn't a fan of the Baby Keem. Uh, I'm glad they cleaned it up. And what we're seeing online is, well, you just don't have discernment, brother. If you had spiritual eyes, realize realize the real lies so that's the stuff that i'm saying coming out i'm like fam like okay first of all you're not quite using the word discernment correctly okay second of all let's get into what discernment is and what discernment isn't and third of all you might actually be making kind of a, a foul trying to correct somebody but really falling short in a whole nother way and we're going to get into that we got a lot of passages make sure you watch towards the end by the end of this video you will know what discernment is and you will know what discernment is not let's first just get into what is discernment the word discern it derives or the translation of the greek word i'm going to butcher this anacrino in the new testament so that's where the word discern comes from it means to distinguish to separate out by diligent search to examine discernment is the ability to properly make determinations. It is related to wisdom. One of the most popular passages that we can glean from in regards to discernment is in Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The word of God is discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. I'm going to give you guys another passage. Some of you guys know the story of Solomon. If you don't, you should. I recommend chapter of Proverbs a day gets the foolishness away. I listened to chapter 30 of Proverbs today on my way to the gym. I love the book of Proverbs. Solomon is accredited to writing the book of, of Proverbs and God shows up to Solomon. First Kings chapter three, it says, and your servant is in the midst of your people whom you've chosen a great people, too many to be numbered or counted for multitude. And he says, give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people that I may discern between good and evil for who is able to govern this, uh, this, this, your great people. So Solomon is desiring discernment to what? To govern and specifically to know the difference between good and evil. So the first two things we have to understand that discernment is about wisdom and discernment is about 
understanding the word of God. The word of God is rooted in discernment. I'll give you guys one more verse about discernment. This is an interesting passage. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 1. You guys know one of my favorite books in the Bible is about 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Uh, this is God. It says, verse 28, God chose the lowly things of this world and the, and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us, what? Wisdom from God. That is our righteous holiness and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So here we see that Jesus is the wisdom, that the wisdom of God is Jesus. The word discernment is about distinguishing good from evil. It is about standing and being connected to God's laws, God's ways of doing things, and that ultimately our discernment comes from Jesus. That is what we know discernment to be. Discernment is not, discernment is not an ability to fill out the heebie-jeebies. It is not uh, when you get goosebumps. It is not the ability to interpret symbolism. It is not the ability to watch a ton of YouTube videos and divide what you think is good and what you think is not. Discernment is not you and your feelings. Discernment is not that. Discernment is the ability to understand God's wisdom God's way of doing things and through God's word and saying, how do we distinguish what we're seeing? Discernment today in our, in our, in our current culture, discernment has just turned into, well, I feel like, or it seems to me, or I don't like it. Instead of saying, no, 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 how does this match up with the word of God? I gave you guys a whole Bible study about why I think there is precedent for Kanye to collaborate with non-Christian artists, okay? And he was open about it. I'm going to make this Jesus King album, and I'm going to go out, and I'm going I'm to try to pull all the secular artists into this project, and then he cleaned it up, and that was his objective, and I think he accomplished that with Donda. Would I have done the same? No, but that is a personal conviction, and we're going to get into that in just a second, the difference between discernment and a personal conviction. So I think we have to understand what it is and what it isn't. Okay, and furthermore, in terms of the secular non-Christian thing, no one actually lives this out to it to their conclusion. Meaning that if you don't feel like Kanye should work with a uh, a secular producer, secular engineer, secular rapper, you would never do that same conclusion in your own life. In terms of, do you work a secular job? Do you have non-Christian colleagues? Do you have non-Christian friends? Most people do. Yet we, for whatever reason, we put Christian artists to standards that we would not even hold ourselves to, let alone to standards that the scriptures don't really hold them to, right? So this is the difference between personal conviction versus saying, I am discerning this. Discernment is not about you and your feelings. It's just not. That's not what that word means. That's not what the Greek word means. That's not how we see it implemented in scripture. It's not about you and your feelings. And some people can have the gift of feeling out the energy in a room or, or seeing demons or whatever. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not downplaying any of that. But what I'm saying is when you are seeing someone that is a brother in Christ and you're using discernment, okay, you have to be careful. You have to be careful because what you really want to discern is, are those your feelings? Are those your feelings or is that actually from God? Because if that's not actually from God and those are your feelings, you can then potentially be lying on God while you're slandering a fellow brother in Christ. And I know in our 
hot takes culture, so-and-so is exposed, I'm gonna tell you the truth about Kanye, we don't really think, we don't really think slander is that big of a deal. We don't really think bearing false witness is that big of a deal. Even, because a lot of times we believe the nonsense that we're saying to other people without having any spiritual merit for it or scriptural merit for it or really even reality for it. You just are seeing imagery saying, I don't like the dark colors and I don't like his spiky jacket and I, I wish he did things differently. And it's like, well, that doesn't mean that he's in sin. It just means he's doing things differently than how you would have done him. And maybe there's some wisdom issues and we can unpack those. And I've been transparent about those this entire conversation. Okay. So personal convictions, let's get into personal convictions. Personal convictions is on topics that the scriptures are and both on or on topics the scriptures are silent on, we can then develop personal convictions. What am I talking about? Uh, Alcohol is one. Alcohol, for me, I don't drink alcohol. I don't find the taste pleasurable. I don't need the buzz. I don't, I'm not a fan of alcohol, okay? However, if we truly go down the scriptures and we say, what does the scripture say for alcohol? What does it say against alcohol? Mike Winger did a really good two-hour podcast on this where he goes, uh, it's a YouTube video, where he goes down every verse in Old and New Testament about alcohol for and against alcohol. And when you look at the topic of alcohol, what you'll discover is that uh, the Bible's kind of split on it. It's clear on not to be drunk, but there are Things in the scriptures that seem to affirm alcohol, Jesus turning water into wine, not grape juice, wine, about alcohol. But for me, I don't drink alcohol. It's a personal conviction of mine. My mother's an alcoholic. It's not something I've ever struggled to. I just don't see the value in it. To me, as a wisdom issue, as a personal conviction, I choose to not drink alcohol, right? So that's one of those things where you go down to scriptures and you're like, ah, what does the scripture say? Well, on this topic, it could kind of go either way right? And then you can get into something maybe that the scriptures are silent about, right? The scriptures are maybe silent about a topic like dating, right? Or silent about a topic like secular movies or secular video games or secular music, right? And so then you have to say, okay, well, this is silent. Let's use godly principles. Let's use God's wisdom to say, what can we consume? What we shouldn't consume? It can go either way because it's it's silent. Dating, ah, there's no real blueprint on how to date. It was a totally different culture, totally different climate. That doesn't mean there's not wisdom about relationships in the scriptures and how gender roles should play out or what have you. It just means that uh, you, you kind of got to use your own personal convictions, your own wisdom that you've gleaned from your scriptures and from life experience. Okay, so a personal conviction is just that. It is personal. It is it is between you and God. It's something that maybe God's revealed to you. Maybe it's something God's revealed to you for a season. A lot of us, you get saved and you really shouldn't be listening to secular music or maybe not the type of secular music you were listening to before, right? Like I personally, this is one of my issues with the Yay album. I'm not a big fan of Baby Keem, right? Not, not a big fan. I think he has one of the coolest deliveries, but I think he has some of the trashes weakest lyrics and he doesn't really say anything and it's just a, a, a lot of vulgarity and because he's positioned behind the scenes as Kendrick Lamar's cousin and this like whole fake come up story he gets a lot of clout right now but I'm personally not a fan so I'm personally not listening to a lot of baby Keem music so with personal convictions we things fall into three different categories it's either we can receive certain things certain things are good we got to reject other things and then we can redeem certain things what is something that you can receive? Well, you go to your doctor and, and your doctor is like, hey, look, champ, uh, you're about 50 pounds overweight. Your cholesterol is high. You need to lose some weight. 
And you go, well, I got to lose some weight. Yeah, you got to lose some weight. What do I got to do? You got to meticulously track your macronutrients and your calories, weigh your food, eat better, drink more water, and exercise. Every day, we need you to lose 50 pounds. And you go, okay, doctor. Yeah, I'm going to receive that information. You don't go, well, where is the scriptures of me having to lose weight? Where's the Bible? You don't. You just say, I'm going to receive this information. You don't go, well, the doctor wasn't a non-Christian uh, and, and he had a, 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 a degree from a college that has a fraternity and the fraternity is connected to the Illuminati and the Freemasons. Right? You don't do that. You go, I'm going to receive this information because this is good information. Thank you, doctor. I appreciate you telling me this. I'm going to go get my act together. It doesn't matter if your doctor was not a Christian. It doesn't matter if he went to a secular college. It do- None of that stuff really matters. You go, you know what? This is good information. I'm going to receive this information regardless on the source. Okay? Now, there are other things that we just got to reject if you want to be a crackhead for Jesus. Okay? It's just it's just not happening. You just It's not going to be. There's no uh, meth heads for Christ club. Okay? There's no uh, strippers in the name of Jesus. There's no sex workers for Jesus. There's certain things we just got to go, no, this is bad. We draw the line here. This is clearly sin. This we reject. This is no. We don't do this. This this we have to reject. We These things we completely have to reject. Those things are fairly obvious. And the third portion of this is redeem. There's certain things that we can redeem that maybe was intended in a not helpful way, but we can redeem these things, right? On this channel, we've been talking a little bit about the Manosphere community. I'm going to have different guests. I actually got uh, one of the brothers from the Roommates podcast coming on this week. And I want to talk to this conversation of like, as you guys, some of you guys claim to be Christian. How do you redeem or reconcile some of the values from the Manosphere community that oftentimes come off mad toxic? And how do you redeem those things and make them congruent while rejecting other parts of it, right? How do you redeem certain music or certain genre? And I think this was Kanye's heart in the way he approached these features. He was going in, he said, hey, I'm going after the secular world. I did the Jesus King gospel album. Now I'm going after the secular world and I'm going to get the best of the best. Try to get them to be more introspective. Try to get them to talk about God more. Try to get them to talk about their life more and redeem what it is that they've been doing. And some of that, you know, was, wow. Some of these guys were really introspective and said some things I never heard about them say. Specifically, I thought Dirk's verse was really vulnerable. And then other guys, I'm like, ah, baby Keem, you did it again, fam. You literally said nothing about nothing about nothing, right? So, so, so there's a time where we can redeem certain things. And I think that was Kanye's heart. Whether or not you agree with it, whether or not you think it was it was poorly executed, not that I think that's what he was trying to do. And so we can receive certain things, we have to reject other things, and we can redeem these things. And those that redeem category. That redeem category is a spectrum. It's not a black and white binary thing. And a lot of people are going to try to present all of this to you in a black and white binary, really because they want to do the thinking for you, really because they want to control your convictions, right? And I say, be be careful of the people that want to control your convictions and aren't pointing you back to the scripture and saying, you do the thinking for you. You think through these things. You figure these things out, right? And so personal convictions, this would be something that is a 1 Corinthians chapter 8 issue or Romans 14 issue. Extra credit points, go read those two chapters. You'll see that there were things that they were disagreeing about in, in the scriptures in the New Testament. Paul had to tell two different churches basically the same thing, which is, hey man, you got to keep your personal convictions to yourself. Don't judge others if they have different convictions than you. And when it comes to food, when it comes to these different things, it's okay to have things to yourself. Just don't be flippant with your liberties uh, around your brothers in person. We've talked about stumbling blocks on this channel extensively. When you start conflating your personal conviction with discernment, God told me, 
you can potentially be sliding, not just in a legalistic spirit, where now you think whatever you feel is the way and the standard. Now you could also potentially slide into slandering certain brothers and sisters in Christ just because they are doing something different than how you would do it. This is dangerous because not only are you lying on God, and basically when y'all are saying discern, you just don't have discernment. What you're really saying is, Ruslan, God told me this and he didn't tell you. So clearly you're a junior varsity Christian. You're, you're, you're an idiot in the Lord. You don't really understand what, what you're, you're not deciphering these things spiritually. And I am and you're wrong. And, and it's like, no, that, that that's actually not it at all because I just explained to you what the, the definition of discernment is. And you're taking your personal conviction and now you're weaponizing it along with this word of discernment and it's oppressive, it's nasty, it limits people, it, it's going to create barriers in your relationships and you're, you're probably a baby Christian. You're probably uh, new to this thing and odds are most folks who are like this end up burning out at some point and end up, end up really going through a rough patch. I don't want that for you. Some of y'all don't listen to Kanye. By all means, man, if, if it's not for you, don't listen to it. But when you start telling other Christians that they're in sin or they're not discerning properly, you aren't just you are just being judgmental towards your fellow brothers in Christ. You're also slandering a brother and calling him a Satanist and all this other crazy wild stuff. And you're kind of doing it in the name of God told me and lying on God. Tread lightly with this stuff, fam. I'm going to give you guys, I think, the best way to grow in discernment. When a bank hires someone to work as a teller, okay, they're going to deal with a lot of money. And guess what? They're going to deal with counterfeit money, okay? And so when they're dealing with counterfeit money, you would think that you would want them to be up on all of the different types of counterfeit money. The issue with that is there's always new counterfeit money coming out. There's always new types of paper being used. There's always somebody trying to hack the scheme. And what they found with tellers when handling large amounts of money, touching money, that what they found is the best way, the best way to train up tellers is not by letting them touch a bunch of counterfeit money and decipher and investigate what the counterfeit money is. The best way is to actually handle the real money, the real thing. Right. If you are handling the real thing more often, you will be more likely to recognize the counterfeit. If you want to have discernment, if you want to be wise, spend more time in your Bible and less time trying to expose and find out the counterfeit. Spend less time trying to figure out what this and this symbolism means and spend more time in the scriptures, learning about Jesus, following Jesus. Spend more time reading the word. Spend more time praying. I'll give you guys another verse, James chapter one, verse five. If you need wisdom, Remember, wisdom and discernment are connected. Ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. The amount of time you guys, some of you guys spend investigating or whatever you want to call it, right? The amount of time you spend trying to figure out if the counterfeit is a counterfeit. If you just spent that time focusing on the real thing, which is Jesus, you would, you would, you would be so better off. You would save so much time and you would actually have more time to do the things that God has called you to do. 
All right. So instead of consuming yourself with the latest and the greatest counterfeit and this and that, hey, how about you just press into Jesus? How about you just press into actually understanding the scriptures? How about you just spend your best time spending discerning the word of God and studying the word of God and understanding the word of God and believing that the Holy Spirit in you is not going to lead you astray? First John 4, 4. I love this verse. Here it is again. First John 4, 4. You dear children are from God and have overcame them. Overcame who? Overcame the people in the world. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. The person that is in you, Holy Spirit, God is in you if you are a follower of Jesus. He is greater than the one that's in the world. Stop being so consumed about every little thing that comes out the world trying to figure out the latest and greatest counterfeit. Spend more time walking in the power that God has already positioned you with because you already have the Holy Spirit if you're in Christ and you're already moving with someone that is greater than whatever is in the world. Stop being afraid of the world. Stop spending all your time trying to investigate and discern everything that's going on in the world. You focus on Jesus. And if you don't feel comfortable listening to Kanye, by all means, man, don't listen to Kanye. If you don't feel comfortable watching my channel, don't watch my channel. If you don't feel comfortable with certain Bible preachers or certain churches, don't follow them. Don't listen to them. Hopefully this is helpful, guys. If you want discernment, if you want wisdom, spend more time in the Word, less time on social media, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. If you want discernment, spend more time praying to God and getting closer to God and less time gossiping and slandering other believers and other brothers and sisters in Christ who are genuinely trying to do their part to redeem music, to redeem art, redeem culture. If you do that, I don't think, I think you'll be way better off. I think you'll be much, much better off. So those are my thoughts about this. Let me know what y'all think. Kingstream Entertainment, Bruce Lawn. Yo, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. If you found it valuable, considering giving it a like and subscribing. This month, I'm releasing the Love What You Do collection. And to celebrate, I'm doing a three-day virtual event to help us go from learning to love what we do to ultimately doing what we love. By the way, it's free. So hit the link in the description to grab your seat today.